This is not American Pharaoh. This is not justified. This is not, I can't believe we're going to get to see this dominant prep and then we're going to get this horse in the derby and we're going to pound him. It could be, but I'm I'm still 50-50 on it, right? And so what I need to see from this horse is a fast figure. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the Post. Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes. Com, for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What's up, Buster World? He's Aaron Halterman. We're back. We're back. This is Blinkers Off. What's up, man? Yeah, good to be back home to Blinkers Off. That was a weird apartment we were in last time at for the Magic Mike show. It was strange, but uh, no, glad to be back. And man, uh, listen, my favorite freaking weekend of the whole year, Arkansas Derby, baby. And we were just watching Curlin. In 2007, win the Arkansas Derby. So, uh, pumped up, pumped up. Oh, it's uh, it's a weekend like any, unlike any other. Uh, we, we, this is how we kind of, you know, gained our love for for horse racing is this weekend essentially. You know, um, so it, while it hasn't been the same, you know, we this is the longest streak we've gone ever in our lives without being at Oakland. It, it's it, it does feel nice to have it sort of normal ish. You know, like. Uh, Having said that, six horses. I mean, we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, kind of a, a pathetic running of the Arkansas Derby. I've, I've got a lot to a lot of steam to let off on that one, but it is good to have Arkansas Derby upon us, and that means it's the final weekend of the Kentucky Derby preps. That's right, and it's kind of snuck up on us, right, man? I can't believe we only have two left. That's pretty wild. But uh, listen, I don't care if they're running two horses. It's Arkansas Derby Day at Oklahoma. We got thirteen races. Let's go, man. I'm pumped. And the streak is going to end. I will be heading to Oakland tomorrow afternoon. Uh, of course, go to the races Saturday. Our boy Kelby said, look, man, there's a happening going on at the Blitzed Pig. I said, what in the hell is the Blitzed Pig? Going to find out. So uh, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild time. The uh, the funniest part of what you just said is you're still listening to Kelby and what he says. <laughs> That's what that's the that's what amazes me. After all these years, you still are listening to what he's telling you, and and basically going to take it and go with it. And you're going to go. I mean, have you not learned? I don't know what could go wrong. The, it's yeah. called the Blitz Pig. He said there's going to be a great band there. So we'll <laughs> <see>. <laughs> have you learned nothing? If if you've learned one thing over all these years of going to Hot Springs, have you learned? If you've learned anything, it should not to be not to listen to Kelby Von Ewell. Listen to Kelly. <laughs> Not Kelby. <laughs> well, maybe Kelly will be there too. We'll see. Well, hey, <laughs> now listen, if Kelly's there, if like if you find out Kelly's going to be there, then all the, you have to you're like, all right, we're good. But otherwise, if Kelly's you know doing other things, it's like, well, there's a reason why he's doing other things because this is a joke. Uh, but yeah. we have a lot to talk about. 
so obviously last weekend we were on here uh magic mike team we did a little if you haven't figured it out yet i know a few people were upset <laughs> that we switched uh but we did we swapped uh shows so we were on here to preview the three preps we're going to talk a little bit about the preps and what we saw and of course this is kind of after this weekend we'll have it wrapped up and so we'll talk a little bit about you know what we have to look forward to and kind of how to you know, handicap uh, essentially for the Kentucky Derby and what races, you know, are, are key races. I, I think it's kind of time to dive into that um, as we are, like you say, as we are at the end here. So before we do any of that, though, best thing you saw today. It just happened. I watched the replay of the 2007 Arkansas Derby. That's the best thing I've saw all day long. And I tell you what, I was very, we, uh, Magic was trying to, trying to get like a sound clip. And uh, so I just kind of started searching the Arkansas Derbies. And the 2007 one that Curlin won, it was gone from a lot for a long time uh, from YouTube. I don't know what happened to it. The guy who posted it took it down, and this was back in the days when the tracks didn't post them. Uh, but somebody else is putting it up, so definitely uh, YouTube Arkansas Derby 2007. And uh, yeah, that's that's easily the best thing, no doubt. They're driving for the wire, but Curlin is on his way. He's got an engagement for the Triple Crown races. Curlin is going to decimate this field, winning the Arkansas Derby by nine lengths. Well, that's. Uh... Like I said, that's what started it. You went, you loved it. You said, "Hey, next the next year came around, the rebel came around." You said, "Hey, we, you know, let's go there." And it's like, "What the hell's that?" You know, let's go. All right. So we went, and it was 2008, Win Willie, and the rest is history. You know, that's how the racing dudes essentially was kind of born. Uh, Point Dexter says, "Yeah, meeting waffles and watching you guys. That, my friends, is a winning exact. Hey, whatever your floats your boat, dude. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. He looks like he's listening to us." on youtube you can watch us live on youtube facebook and twitter so if you are watching us live thank you if you're not the hell are you doing you got to get on here and, and subscribe and watch us when we do these lives so you can interact with us and ask ask questions best thing i saw today is easy see it's it's like the easiest one we've ever had the masters is back i love this this is like this is top three best days of the year for me i just the masters is just nothing like it that song can come on from a mile away, and I'll be like, "What's that? I hear it." The Masters, and I just love it, you know. And of course, last year was a disaster with, with COVID, and 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 it's just it seems like it's felt it felt like forever ago. And just having the Masters back, and you know, Augusta seeing that on TV, which is always a spectacle. Um, I love it. And how about Justin Rose? We were looking at that earlier. I was watching some of it today. God, he lit it up. Minus seven, um, where everyone else really struggled. A handful of people only under par. But uh, the Masters, dude, every it, this like uh, over the year, like obviously I, people don't know I was a huge golfer growing up and um, in college and high school. And uh, but I've just lost in, a lot of interest. And given the fact that when the Masters kicks on, like I just get this hype in me like, hey, I need to go play golf. I, I just love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't watch a second of it, but I will watch it on Sunday, the last day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I used to watch golf 24 seven every tournament, but uh, you know, the guys that I used to watch kind of faded away, but Justin Rose was one I remember. So I might have to watch this uh, a little closer because I am a big Justin Rose. Well, I would say a big fan, but I'm a fan. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's exciting. Mark says, yeah, and Mark, this is exactly what we were talking about before we hopped on air. Yep. He always seems to be in contention, but never uh, gets it done. He's like, he's the guy that's like, you know, perennial in the, in the top 10, it feels like you see his name on the leaderboard constantly, but yeah, he just never has quite pulled through to win a master's. Maybe this is year, you know, he's starting off with a, 
with a, uh, a solid lead. He's got, got a front runner, right? You know, never what can go wrong with a front runner early in a race. But uh, no, I mean, I'll, uh, you know, nothing better than, I mean, Saturday's moving day. Sunday is the day. Like, if I have nothing to do, like, some people will completely laugh at this, but like, I could watch a, a Masters or any kind of major tournament from start to finish the whole the whole Sunday and not ever lose interest. I love it. Yep. it, it it's so exciting uh, to me, you know, as they reach, you know, the final couple holes. And, of course, you know, you get to the back nine of, of, of Augusta on Sunday. I mean, good Lord, there's not much there's not much else like it in sports in terms of a <laughs> of a pressure situation. So yeah. um, I just love it. Yeah. So anyways, let's get to uh, today's show because obviously we have a lot to talk about. And what you're all here for, horse racing, not golf. Uh, today's show, we recap uh, the road to the Kentucky Derby. That's right. We are we finally reached the end, so to speak, of the Kentucky Derby Trail. So we're going to talk a little bit about what, what we saw, kind of what we're looking forward to uh, in terms of how to handicap the Kentucky Derby, um, maybe some of the best races we saw, some key races. So just kind of kind of overanalyze, uh, so to speak, uh, what we saw. And then we're also, you know, there's two races left. So we're going to preview the $1 million Arkansas Derby. Arkansas Derby, and then we're gonna uh, do. It. There is one more, which is a smaller race, but it is the Stone Street Lexington Stakes, which this year has a few horses that might make an impact, whether it be the Kentucky Derby or the Preakness. So we're gonna check that out, and then we're gonna re- do some rapid fire for some of the remaining stakes action at Keeneland and Oakland Park. Let's go! All right, this weekend. Marks the final weekend of the Kentucky Derby preps. The road to the Kentucky Derby is finally coming to an end. Seems like it just started. Um, and here we are, the final uh, week here. We're in April, and of course, the Arkansas Derby and the Lexington are going to cap off the year of preps. Uh, we'll get to those races here in a second, kind of our, our thoughts and previews of that of those races coming up this weekend. But we thought we'd kind of tie it all in together and, and kind of talk a little bit about you know, what we've seen, um, some races that you're, you're eyeing in terms of how you're looking at the, at the, at the actual race, the Kentucky Derby. Um, you know, we weren't on the show last week. The Magic Mike team was on the show doing, you know, previewing those three preps. So I guess we can kind of talk about those. We'll kick those off a little bit here. And, you know, the, the, I guess it depends, you know, maybe the horse of the day will stick, we'll kick it off with that was Rock Your World. Rocking the Santa Derby, forget Bob Baffert, John Sadler, Rock Your World, the turf horse, puts up the high buyer of the year minus Life is Good and wins the Santa Derby. What do you think of that? Yeah, it just came out of nowhere, it seems like. Uh, I, I, I loved it, first of all. I thought it was a, a really impressive race. Uh, the, the way that Rock Your World was able to just – snatch the lead just like okay i'm gonna take the lead here first time on the dirt and just run you all off your feet that was super impressive i think rock your world certainly uh has to be one you're gonna have to take very seriously going into the first saturday may um you know who would have known that this horse was going to move up significantly when going to the dirt i mean there was nothing wrong with his two races on the turf but you know he jumped up 15 16 buyer points uh moving to the dirt so Listen, he's got everything you want. He also, you know, he's got the running style. He's got the pedigree that can go in a mile and a quarter. He he defeated some pretty nice horses there at Santa Anita. Hard to poke a lot of holes in him right now. Dude, I know. I mean, he made sense in terms of a horse that if you're trying, you know, trying to pull an upset, like it wasn't completely out of left field, but yeah. 
it's hard. Like it, it, it creates a little bit of havoc in, in the way we're going to handicap this race going into the Kentucky Derby. Right. Because now we have to decide if that was real or not. You know, was that a freak performance? Was that a, is a San Anita, you know, the San Anita Derby, a little bit of a shitty field. I mean, he's still got a huge buyer. He's at the very least, he's a pace presence. No. And, and, and in terms of what we've been seeing lately, We'll get to highly motivated and essential quality, what we saw there, pace, um, hot rod, Charlie, pace. There's a lot of pace, it seems like, is kind of blossoming right now. And so these horses are going to have to do something, but it does seem like the pace is going to, you know, is going to uh, set up to be fairly hot in the Kentucky Derby. It's strange. This horse is very strange because he really wasn't on the lead in those turf races either. And that was just like, what? I don't, I don't get that at all. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he's just tough to get a read on and can a horse, you know, that, that maybe likes the turf, can he go and, okay, cool. He's one, one on the dirt. Can he do it again? Sometimes that second time is a little bit tougher, but I, I don't know how you can't consider him a serious contender after this race. I just don't. I mean, and we've talked all year about, oh, Southern California, it's so strong. It's so strong. He murdered this field. I mean, there was nobody even close to him. So, yeah, he's going to be a pace presence, but I think he's going to be a win presence as well. And, you know, I, I didn't see this coming. If you would have said, hey, he's going to run 100 buyer, I would have laughed at you. Now, if you would have said he wins, I wouldn't have laughed. But to be that impressive, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, we'll see. It dep- he's he, he, he's all going to depend for me what his, what his price is in the Kentucky Derby, whether or not yeah. I – if he's ten to one, certainly I, I sign me up. But if he's bet down, um, there's a few other horses I think I would like um, and like to kind of take a stand against, so to speak. I it just it just seems hard for me to be like this horse went from they they thought he was a turf horse and he's going to win the Kentucky Derby. Um, yeah. But hey, crazier things have happened, right? Let's get to a little bit uh, maybe the race of the day, which is the Bluegrass Central Quality. You know, barely gets by highly motivated to win the bluegrass. Those two finished one, two light years ahead of Ron, ba- Ron Bauer, your horse. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those two clearly established themselves. I mean, essential quality didn't need to do much. Here comes essential quality. Now taking aim once again at highly motivated, who still has the lead coming into the final furlong of the Toyota bluegrass, highly motivated with the advantage. Essential quality is still driving at him from the outside the 16th bull highly motivated essential quality what a finish the champ remains unbeaten essential quality to win it for Luis Saez this one's tough for me because it seems like you know I've heard like you know it seems like in magic magic kind of discredited like essential quality a little bit like he should have won by more and it's like almost like discrediting highly motivated a little bit do you stand on that side or are you more like I think highly motivated is a serious horse too, and essential quality did what he needed to do to win the race. Both of them are legit contenders heading into the first Saturday in May. All right, a little in the middle I, I, is how I would uh, describe it. I thought highly motivated proved a lot in this race, and I thought he was the best horse in the race. To be completely honest, uh, I urge people to watch this race and watch the stretch. I think highly motivated was on his way to victory. And then he switched over to the wrong lead and lost the momentum. And I think essential quality was able to, to just kind of mow him down late because that momentum got lost. Um, but I, I don't really care for highly motivated a mile and a quarter. 
Uh, if his next race was a mile 16th, mile and an eighth, I kind of think highly motivated would be a big time player. I'm really worried about the extra distance for him. Um, but I don't think he changed those leads because he was tired. I, I, he responded to the jockeys, uh, left-handed whip and, and just kind of switched and the gallop out was strong, um, for highly motivated as far as central quality. You know, I, I just think people are going to get angry that I say this. You might get angry that I say this. I just don't think he's going to win the Kentucky Derby. I think he's really good. Um, I, 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 I'm I never going to say a negative thing about him because he just wins. Uh, that's all there is to it. He just simply wins. But if highly motivated doesn't change his leads and he wins this race, there's nobody, you know, really excited about essential quality here. So uh, another big win. He showed a lot of heart. Um, but overall, I, I I don't think he will be my derby pick. You know, it wasn't until you said you said it that way, to be honest with you, that I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Because I, if he were to if he would have hung and lost to highly motivated, how high would anybody, you know? would it yeah. be the same, you know? And, and that's, and that's fair because I do tend to agree with you that I felt like highly motivated switching his leads back and forth cost him um, because it did seem like he kind of had um, essential quality up against the ropes and him kind of losing that momentum a little bit was able, both of them to me are, are legit contenders. I'm with you. It like hot rod, Charlie, just in terms of how they both won their last races, or at least, you know, how they motivated lost, but ran a huge race, both of them on the lead. It's like he seems a lot, a lot more tactical. Whereas how motivated's best race was when he got an easy pace set up and just kind of, yeah, no one was close. You know what I mean? So it's like him stretching out to a mile and a quarter with what you have to think somebody pressuring him. Just, I, I guess you could also look at it like he, he's got, you know, the third start, um, second time around, you know, going two turns, like, cause that was obviously the bluegrass was his first. So you got to think he's going to be able to improve somewhat. Um, but I'm a little bit with you on highly motivated. I thought he ran a huge race, but I don't necessarily look at him as a legit win contender. Um, I'm s- listen, as this at, at right now, central quality is where I'm at because I just feel like he gets enough done. He gets it done every time. It doesn't matter who he faces. He just he, he gets the job done. He's faced the best horses in in terms of, you know, if you're comparing him to concert tour. Same time, we might concert tour might win by ten this weekend, and he becomes the favorite. He should be the favorite, and I might change my pick. Um, but as of right now, I just feel like essential quality. He just does what he needs to do to win races. Now, now someone asked, and I, they talked about this on the Magic Mike show. Um, and Mark asked the same thing, you know, any concern with such a quality pat the paddling action, which is basically Magic Mike. If you haven't listened, listen to him on Monday, you know, they really talk about this in detail. Like, he has this tendency to bring his foot out, you know, and we've seen horses over the years do this where they, they, it's, it's if you watch them from the front, Vacoma did this badly. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Trinian's a horse that most people don't even know. I'll never forget. That horse was the ultimate paddler against the Nyata and still almost beat her. Yeah. Um, you know, so these horses, they, they do run well still, but does that concern you? It's concerning with the fact that it seems to be getting a little worse for him. And sometimes, and I'll, I'll even go as far as say as a lot of times, it's a little harder to keep that 
type of horse healthy. It's a little bit harder on, on, on that movement and on their bodies. Um, as far as like him paddling is going to hurt like his talent level. I don't really, I don't really think that's going to be a big deal, but it's just, you know, they, they like think about the coma. He, they couldn't race him very much. He was hurt a lot, you know, but this horse hasn't, hasn't shown that. So maybe he's fine, but it's, it's not ideal. Let's put it that way. I, I, the one thing I did say to magic and, and like, I have no problem with him. Like he, like anybody can, I'm not going to like get mad at somebody for changing their picks because I think, you, you know, it's like whatever, but I, I was like, I don't know if I would, he was been on highly motivated or I'm in mean, on essential quality all year. I wouldn't get off of him based off of that. Um, you know, off of the paddling action, because no. if you, if you like him, then you like him. I, to me, you still like him now. Yeah. Um, Darren says, uh, highly motivated. Isn't second time going two turns an improvement angle for Big sure. Time. Big time. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, like, even though I'm not like, I'm not totally sold on him being a win contender. If he were to win the Kentucky Derby, it wouldn't shock me. I, listen, I, highly motivated. If they were running the Kentucky Derby at a, at the same distance as the Bluegrass, I would I would be very interested in highly motivated. I, I will have highly motivated on tickets. I think he is going to improve uh, second time going along. I really do. Um, and listen, I, we, I try to tell people. Chad did this with Good Magic. It, it, you know, the first time Good Magic ran as a three-year-old, he was awful, and he went to the Bluegrass, and he got better, and he won. And then he ran even better in the Kentucky Derby. People are going, oh, this horse isn't anything like Good Magic. He won more races as a two-year-old than Good Magic won. Like, Good Magic won once. Now, it was the biggest race of the crop or of the year for that crop, but still it was only one win. So, it, highly, motiva- highly motivated has a lot of talent. So, I think he can get him right. It's just going to be can he carry it that 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 extra eighth of a mile. The other thing about this race, it was weird. Neither one of these horses, highly motivated or essential quality, really want to be on the lead or up close. It just fell that way. So while they both got the perfect trip in the sense that they were the most talented horses and everybody else was way behind, they don't really want to do that. So the dynamics are going to be different in the derby. Yeah, um, you know, Soma Bomb, big fan of the show, Mike, so much. Uh, <laughs> sending him to Keelan, tit Brown's hand, too. Yeah. I, I um, told, listen, Samich, I tried to tell you that way before. I said he will run at Aqueduct and then he'll go to Keelan. You're like, yeah, he's horrible. So, <laughs> hey, listen, we and we tried to tell you, I think you said it on, you said it on maybe on the live stream. I don't know where you said it, but we had a buddy of ours who, who, got, a te- who got a text from Chad. Yeah. It was like, hey, I'm going to win Bluegrass today. And it was like, I mean, yeah, he's full of shit sometimes. But obviously, he's sending him to the Bluegrass to win. Um, and he about did. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, to me, this is. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You gave him permission. So it's your fault. <laughs> well, it's okay. I mean, you. I did say you could change your mind. Um, but listen, just try to listen to us more, Samich, okay? <laughs> Um, um uh, so Michael Myers asked, isn't paddle uh, isn't that paddle fixable? I don't think so. No. Yeah, no, I, think, I mean I think that's just well, certainly huh? not at this not at this stage of the game. Yeah, you know, I think that's just something they do. Yeah. Um you I don't know if you you know change you, the switch from you would certainly wouldn't think you would switch it or fix it from the bluegrass to the Kentucky Derby. Um so 
Yeah, the, those those two to me, the bluegrass is a key race. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about key races here in a second. Um, the other one on Saturday, which was just fucking lunacy, the Wood Memorial, which might as well be a, like a, a, a listed stakes race at this point. Rubonic <laughs> wins wins the race at the highest priced horse ever, ever to win the Wood Memorial. Pletcher wins, does the exact day in the race, and it pays like 200 something or whatever. It's like the highest exact day ever, Todd Pletcher, in his career. This horse didn't even win on his, at Parks or wherever the hell it was at the prior race, in an allowance race at Parks, mind you. And goes and wins the wood. He's in the Kentucky Derby. Um, I mean, we, we watched this obviously all together on the live stream. And <laughs> I mean, it, like, it wasn't that he won, like that was shocking, but it was just like prevalence was a joke. Uh, Brooklyn Strong was a joke. Risk taking was a joke. I mean, all these horse, and it was a slow race. Like numbers came back slow, so it wasn't even like he jumped up and just somehow ran like a mid nineties buyer or something. It was just like it was just a shit race all together. Like, what do you even make of the anything coming out of New York at this point? Just draw a line through all of it. You know, there'll be somebody out there that'll make a case for this horse <laughs> in a few weeks. Just don't listen. I mean, and it, if, if a horse like this wins, just throw your hands up and say, well, maybe next year. You know, I mean, all these races in New York were just really kind of crazy. Like Weyburn wins the Gotham at a huge price. He's got a pedigree to move up here. And then he lets, you know, Burbonic and, and Dynamic One beat him in the wood. Uh, yeah, it, and Crowded Trade for that matter. It was it was just awful. Um, I, I think a J.D. Fox is the guy's name on Twitter. He actually picked this horse, Burbonic, to win. He made a video about Burbonic uh, saying, this is why I like him. And I watched and I thought, what the hell? And then he, he, he hit it. So he blew up. So good, good on him and congratulations to him. Um, because that, what wow. an amazing pick and he did like, he made the video and like his points made sense. Like it wasn't like a bad video or anything, but I was just like, you're crazy. Like the horse can't win. So yeah, just pat on the back, whoever cashed a ticket here and, and move on. Halterman, I know your answer to this, but I'll put it up here. Uh, trust oh. the profits as continued from last week, gun to your head parks or will Rogers. <laughs> Listen, I, I, and I said, this by the way, we've been to both. Okay. So we, we have, we have, Feet on the ground experience at both places. Yes. Parks is the strangest place I've ever been in my life. Like the <laughs> weirdest place ever. Uh, as far as like. Your story. Listen, I hate parks. I'll be completely honest. As far as like not like I'm not going to like down like the I hated the facility too. But like I hate watching parks for whatever reason. But, hey, by the way, side note, if you're ever at like if you ever. Like, hey, we, like if you're a horse racing guy, but you're also a sports guy, it's the best sports book I've ever seen outside of Vegas. Yeah. And and it even would rival a lot of Vegas sports books. It was park, great. At the Parks Casino. That was the best part of the day. So if you can find an excuse to be there, like know that you've got sports unlocked. But the, the yeah. track itself, like Alt's been saying, it's, it's, it's awful. It's it's odd. It's just a really odd scene. But uh, not – I mean, Will Rogers is is – I mean, I don't even know how do you describe it, but I would take Will Rogers over Parks. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree. Um, I, I, do you do you ha call me crazy? And you can call me crazy because, but Burbonic strikes me as an underneath horse. Like he's a horse that could hit your try and make it pay. It depends. Like 
in the and I'm talking about the in the Kentucky Derby, you know, because we talked about this on the live stream a little bit. Danza was a horse that just came out similarly, similar for like out of nowhere and won the Arkansas Derby. And then of course he runs a really good third in the Kentucky Derby, and then he kind of disappears. Um, but it's like once Pletcher kind of gets them there and gets them right, they seem to be able to run at least another good one. So he obviously is going to be a, a victim or a uh, uh, kind of a benefit benefactor of the pace in the Kentucky Derby. So if, if the pace is quick, which it seems like it, at this juncture it could be, maybe he comes up and finishes third or fourth and can help someone catch a huge super or try, assuming his odds will be maybe not 74 to one, but you know, 30 to one. Listen, I, I think what's going to happen, there's like three or four legit horses that can win, right? And one or two of them will, will run well, and then a couple of them won't. And then whoever finishes in that third spot, it's going to just be complete insanity. So, yeah, I mean, can any horse that you mentioned, like name any horse, can finish third? I would probably say yes. So in that yeah. regard, yes, Bourbonic is an underneath candidate. Yeah, you and I, uh, just behind the scenes, uh, Halter and I were texting each other back and forth on Saturday night, I think it was, or Sunday, I don't remember, and we were just like talking, you know, you know, because we're fans first and foremost, and we're like, man, well, here's our, you know, we both kind of are on the same page of here's some of the top win contenders, but like, our work's cut out for us when picking a try in this race, because, I mean, what do you do? I, I, like you say, the win contend. I feel like the win contender side is very, is relatively easy because yeah this crop is pretty shitty let's be yeah. real it really besides one or two horses uh, I'll, three or four i'll give it that it's pretty much shitty so trying to pick like you say that horse that just out of nowhere runs a big race and runs third in the kentucky derby or maybe even go crashes up and gets second and screws up everybody's exit whatever it is yeah it, it's gonna be near impossible to come up with that other than just being like listen, this is my gut feeling. I'm going to roll with it. I mean, you basically said it best. I, I like right now I'm interested in three horses uh, to, to win the Derby and maybe four, depending on the last data point that we get. I mean, I, I think it will be four after this weekend, but as far as the horses that have ran their final preps, I'm interested in three of them. So that's a, that's a short list compared to a lot of years, unless you know, you had the American Pharaoh justified type years where you had one horse you were thinking of, you know, right. And maybe we have that after this weekend. We'll see. All right. So we've talked a little, I've talked about the three races. So let's, we'll talk, obviously we have a couple of weeks, uh, you know, after to this weekend, uh, leading up to Kentucky we'll, we'll dive into every, you know, last crevice of, of, uh, detail <laughs> when it comes to the Kentucky Derby. But as it stands right now, you talked a little bit about your kind of you've, your where you're standing as far as the win. So let's let's kind of go back and forth, like some of the key races that we're going to look at as we're handicapping, um, you know, the Kentucky Derby. To me, the Bluegrass has to be one, and I think the Arkansas Derby might be another this weekend. Um, and I think the Louisiana Derby is a, is a, is a solid one as well. So you know, you can go on from there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. it was, since we lost life is good. The races he was in doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, I think the Louisiana Derby more than anything proved that we don't need to worry about the Louisiana horses where we were kind of concerned about them before. So that's a key one. Uh, none of these preps have just blown my mind. You know, uh, the Sanita Derby is the closest to being like, wow, that was a really good performance. I don't know if it was totally legit or not, but that was really good. 
So Santa Anita Derby, um, Louisiana Derby, and then I'll, I'll throw in the Rebel because that's kind of really was like, whoa, that horse is really good. And then I think the Arkansas Derby, if he does what I think he's going to do this weekend, will be the last one. But if he doesn't, you know, then you kind of throw out the Rebel in the Arkansas Derby as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Mark says, Constitute Central Quality Hot Rod Charlie. I mean, there you go. There's your, yeah. um, you know, your Arkansas Derby, your Bluegrass, and your Louisiana Derby. Um, Joshua says, his gut says, no agenda. I think that's an interesting angle because, typically, you know, we've been saying all along how the Florida – you know, is, is, is bad. And of course, um, you know, we got news earlier this week that greatest honors is out. Um, he's, he's out of the Kentucky Derby, uh, going to take some time off. So known agenda is one that you have to be careful with, I think, because, you know, you want to just disregard the Florida circuit, but he came in and kind of made fools of all of them and really ran well. And it's Todd Fletcher. And I just got done saying how Burbonic, is a horse that just won the wood and you kind of think, hey, maybe he could jump up and run another good race. Well, couldn't known agenda. I mean, he kind of, it seems like he's figured it out. Known agenda is a horse that I am putting my foot down, whatever tickets you and I are making, because we'll be doing a guide with our, our yep. plays. I will be using known agenda because I will not get beat by him. I am getting more and more on that bandwagon. And I think that is, has more to do with every race. I'm like, yeah, that was okay. Yeah, that was okay. And when they all make me say that, well, then all of a sudden horses, you go like two or three weeks ago, they go, yeah, that was okay. They're back into the conversation again. I'm with you. I I know he's going to get a mile and a quarter. You know, I think he runs the same speed kind of all the way around the track, but if the horses are all average, that can win the race. So I'm, I'm, I'm more and more every day with you on that. All right. What do you say? We, uh, we've talked, I think we, do you want I mean, do you want to cover any more, of past races or do you want to jump right into the Arkansas Derby? Um, no, let's go right to the Derby. I'm ready. Yeah. I think, I, mean, I feel like, cause we're, you know, we, we really are going to talk a ton about, um, the, uh, these, these preps, you know, leading up to uh, the next couple of weeks. So we'll be all over this, but we do have two preps left. So we'll get to the first one we're going to talk about. And that of course is the Arkansas Derby. And they're off in the Arkansas Derby. This is one of the, our, our, Best races we love the ones one of the best races we love to go to every single year. Race 12, Oakland Park, Saturday race. Uh, it's a grade one with a million dollars for three-year-olds going one way to miles. Field of six. I mean, yeah, he's number five, concertur, even money. Bob Baffert has got two in the race. Hosier at three to one. But you know, you and I have been going to the Arkansas Derby since 2000. For me, the first I, you know, 2009. And uh this is this is pathetic. This is a six. I don't remember the last time I saw six horses in the Arkansas Derby. I mean, it's pretty shocking too. Even Baffert was like, "I'm surprised there's only six horses in the race." So he's got to mm-hmm. be five horses. It's going to be one of the another situation where we're sitting here, kind of like he he didn't prove anything. You know, if he, if he goes out and wins again, it's like he well he beat Cattle River. He's already beat Cattle River. He's you know what I mean. Like he's beat the same horses. He probably goes out to the lead. And just it's so it's like it's not going to prove a ton. Kind of like it, it's it's going to be hard, I guess, to move forward other than a, a huge performance uh, for concert tour. Yeah. So uh, to kind of address the why are there so few horses? Derby invite on the line, and then Steve, what's up, Steve? He says why is it only uh, six uh, this year? Weak field. Uh, two reasons. Number one, 
life is good, got injured. And that made all the California horses stay in California. We probably would have gotten two or three in the Arkansas Derby, but they said, well, why would we do that? We might be able to win the Santa Anita Derby now. That's reason number one. Reason number two is the five horse concert tour is, is widely known in, in on the horse racing circles as Baffert's best three-year-old once life is good got hurt. So they're going to just try to avoid him. Uh, and you're not going to have horses ship in to take on concert tour when their other, you know, when their, uh, you know, local circuits aren't that strong. There's no other horse to be scared of. Once life is good got hurt, concert tour was the only horse left to be scared of. So that's why you're seeing it. Uh, you, you take last week, Rombauer went to the Bluegrass. Well, I think, you know, he saw maybe we can beat those two horses uh, over there at the Bluegrass. I know we can't be concert tour. So it's a combination of the two. It's, it's what we have to live with. As far as this race, I mean, it looks like a dominant win for concert tour. I think the only question mark is, can Brad Cox get Caddo River back to running a decent race. He was God awful last time out. And let's not forget cattle river was the favorite in the rebel to beat concert tour. Maybe he just wasn't ready. Maybe something weird happened. Can Cox get cattle river kind of back to run a decent race and can he challenge concert tour? That's the only storyline here other than how good is concert tour going to look? Yeah. I mean, well, I guess, that's a good question because what's it going to take for you to, I mean, I think your, your mind right now is on concerture for, for your pick in the Kentucky Derby. So what, what are you going to have to see or not see in order to stay on that, that bandwagon? Honestly, I, I am on the bandwagon, but I am not like, this is not American Pharaoh. This is not justified. This is not, I can't believe we're going to get to see this dominant prep and then we're going to get this horse in the derby and we're going to pound him. It could be, but I'm, I'm still 50 50 on it. Right. And so what I need to see from this horse is a fast figure and I'm not like a huge figure guy, but he's not, he needs to show that he can run a triple digit buyer right here. He's ran 94s. He needs to make another improvement. What, what, he needs to run a time that's faster than the other uh, races at this distance uh, on this day. That's what we need to see from concert tour here. We, we, a six link victory where he gallops and he earns a 94 speed figure. We've seen that. If we see it again, it's going to make our jobs hard, right? Because we're always going to be like, well, can he run faster? Can he not? We're not sure. This is a, a you know, another horse. This is the second time going long for concert tour. He has every right to run a lot better here than he did in the rebel. So I, I need to see a fast time and a fast figure from this horse. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you really hope he, it's a, it's a You almost want to see like one of these other horses jump up and, and run huge and really, and really put it to him because then you can see what he's kind of a little bit, what he's made of because he hasn't really been tested ever. And, and, and he definitely wasn't tested in the rebel you want to see a little bit of something from him. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's kind of why I'm, that's why I like essential quality so much is because it just feels like he is battle tested. He's, he's seen it. He, he gets, he gets the job done, but then the same, you might be like, well, it's concert tour. He just, you know, you can only beat what he's facing. You know, he, yeah. Cat river was three, uh, was the favorite three races in a row, including the rebel where he's the favorite over concert, which is still baffling in to my mind. And, 
Yeah. He made a le- he made a joke of this horse. I mean, this yep. horse, he made such a joke of this horse that people have for like forgot about him. Like, who mm-hmm. cares? So it wouldn't be shocking to see Cattle River running a, a big race because he he has. It's just going up, trying to go head, you know, toe-to-toe with Constantur was not the right move for Flo that day. So yeah, so here's the problem, like with Cattle River. It's like Cattle River needs the lead. The problem is Constantur is just as fast. So even if say, okay, we'll let Constantur or uh, Cattle River get out, we're not going to let him get out too far. You know, uh, Constantur could be right there. So it's a real problem for Cattle River. Um, one thing I'll say, and you're right, on paper, this looks like one of the least interesting races of all time. Sometimes that's when we get a surprise and something comes up that we we didn't expect. So, you know, they still have to run them, as the coach would say. He still have to go in there and run them. Um, I for listen. I hope Cattle River runs a freaking huge, fantastic race here. I still don't think he can win, but I hope he rebounds just so we can get a test for concert tour and say, "Wow, you know, Cattle was a lot better, and he still beat him." You know. Right. I know. I mean, you, like I said, you, you want to see one of these horses jump up and it'd yep. be preferably be Cata river run a big race and, 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 you know, concentrate just roll. Like that's what you're looking for. So it, like you say, it is going to make our jobs very difficult. If, if concentrate runs, even if it's a, it's an okay race, but it comes back as a mid nineties buyer again, because it, it'd be like top five buyer. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like he's, he, he's light years ahead of everyone, but it's also in the same breath. You're like, well, he hasn't been tested. So what am I supposed to do? I mean, it, it's, that's what makes it so hard with concert tour. He, honestly, he should, concert tour should run a monster race. I'm expecting him to run a monster race here. And if he, if he does come back with another mid buyer, a mid nineties buyer, it's going to be hard to project improvement in the, or in the Derby. He needs to improve here right now. No, I agree. I mean, this has got it, it should, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so he, we both are on concert tour. That's not really shocking yeah. news. What's the horse in this race that uh, could shock the world a little bit? I mean, get her number maybe, second off the layoff. I have mild interest in that horse. Uh, other than that, I, no, I just don't have any interest in anybody. I mean, Hozier at three to one. I, I don't think Hozier is very good. So I, I think the I, I think get her number could possibly. I don't think the horse is going to win. It could improve this time and run a better race. I mean, someone's got to finish second, you know. And so, you know, if it's not, if it's not Cato, what's because Cato's got what ten. He's only got 10 points, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he's, he needs to run second here. Um, Hozier, you know, he he could run. I mean, he definitely could run second. Uh, yeah, I mean, it just seems like a, it's like a also also ran for anyone other than Concert Tour. If anybody else, if Concert Tour loses, then, I mean, what do you, uh, what do you, you just, you just kind of treat the, uh, the Arkansas circuit like you do the, yeah, <laughs> the, the uh, the Florida circuit and you know and just say forget it. Yeah, I mean all of a sudden the Florida circuit may win the Derby, <laughs> so it gets wide open. Let's listen. If he loses this race, 
uh, you're looking at, at at three weeks of hell going into the Kentucky Derby trying to find a winner. I mean, it'll be just like when Omaha beach scratched that year. And it's like, oh, God, what are we going to do? So, yeah, if he loses, it's it's definitely it'll be wild. But he shouldn't. He should he should romp here. So we'll see if well, he, like I said, he has to go out and do it. So we'll see. All right, we're both on concert tour. Uh, not just on on him here, but with a big performance, he just might be the Kentucky Derby winner. So we'll see how he runs in the Arkansas Derby. Let's move on to officially the last Kentucky Derby prep of the season. And they're off in the Stone Street, Lexington. We'll go to Keeneland for this one. It is the Lexington, the race nine, Stone Street, Lexington Stakes, grade three. Uh, on the program, race time 200k for three year olds going one with 16 miles. Much different race than the last one. Um, uh, six to five on proxy, but boy, if you take six to five on proxy, um, boy, I don't know, you might need your head examined a little bit because listen, this is a rate proxy needs to win. I mean, there's a few horses in here that need to get points in order to get into the Kentucky Derby, or at least to have a shot. Proxy is definitely that horse. And boy, you know, it's like, I just feel like at this juncture, he's had every opportunity and he just, he just continues to not get it done. I, I couldn't back him here as far as a win goes. I mean, I'm sure this is a horse that that needs to be played uh, and pick threes, fours, and fives. But as far as a win, I thought I I need to try to beat this horse. Uh, just hasn't been able to finish the job in Le Comte, Risen Star, Louisiana Derby. Um, I I am going to go with an upset. I, I think Proxy's going to the Preakness uh, no matter what happens here. Uh, that kind of is, is the talk, but we'll see. I think the two-horse Swift Sure for Steve Asmussen. Yeah. Irad Ortiz Jr. says, you know what? I'll hop on this two-horse. These are two great signs. I think Swiftsure gets the job done here. The only question mark, and it's an obvious one, two races around six furlongs. Now we're going to go a mile and a uh, mile and sixteenth. Um, but, boy, uh, impressive maiden winner at Fairgrounds. Blew him away the next time out at Oakland in an allowance. Uh, if this horse can stretch out, going to be tough. I think Swiftsure is going to be tough. I love the five-to-one price as well. Um, so I'm going to take a shot against Proxy with the number two Swiftsure. Slim says, get your shit right, Jared. Arkansas Derby goes off two hours before Lexington. Hey, Slim, right. all right? I don't need you fucking around over there just kind of playing with your kids and, and, and jumping in and talking shit. It is the last race on the prep schedule, I'll <laughs> have you know. It is the last race, 28-4-2 for your top four finishers. Proxy, by the way, is sitting at 20 at this point. So he he's kind of in, but it's that's on the borderline. Uh, when Jared says "boy" three times, you, you, you stole it. Uh, while discussing a horse, you can tell he's not stoked about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I agree. That uh, boy, boy, I do. We should play a drinking game. Every time I say "boy," everyone's got a drink. Um, by the way, this is not coffee; it's whiskey. So I'm, uh, it's 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 getting there. Um, boy, boy, boy. Let's talk about this field here. Let's t- boy. Let's talk about this Lexington. Listen, I I I I like your horse, okay? And I'm fully on, 
I'm fully, I'm fully on board with the, the, the program of let's try to beat proxy at six to five, because that yeah. is just awful to boy. try to play. I mean, boy, this horse has said, I, I think I said it in the Louisiana Derby. I was like, listen, we, he had his opportunity in the risen star. He couldn't get it done. He definitely should have done it in the Louisiana Derby. He looked, he looked worse um against that that group there so it's just like yeah i mean you got i get why this is this is a perfect race for him to run in because they need those last bit of points but play against um i like your pick the swisher i almost went there definitely a pay i at the very least a pace stem i'm worried about no noble reflection i think this horse is yeah uh <laughs> Joshua says, oh, "Y'all, I'm drinking bourbon. Please stop saying boy." Yeah, well, I'm doing. I am too. So there we go. Um, I think Noble Reflection. Someone on here. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Steve. Steve Patton. Steve Patton. I love. You know, you're not crazy. I like that horse a little bit too, from a pace standpoint. I love that uh, Joe draws the one. Is going to probably go because he has to. Both the one and two, though, for that matter, concern me because I feel like they're both going to want to go. It's going to really dictate a pretty strong uh, pace. And look at the five unbridled honor for Todd Pletcher. 10 to one morning line, late brew back to ride, finished fourth. I get that he was beaten seven in the uh, Tampa Bay. And you might say, well, look at that race was came back um, pretty poorly. And the speed figures kind of show that, but you look at what this horse did prior to that is a, is definitely a benefactor of the pace. The other Pletcher rocked today at Keelan, who ran in that race. So you got to think. My thought, my final thoughts here, and what was the name of that horse, Halterman, that finished? A promise Keeper. Uh, promise Keeper. That was the horse that was like four to one, I believe, in the Tampa Bay Derby. Yep. And Halterman and I both were like, hey, I'd rather have Unbridled Honor. We yep. both were on Unbridled Honor. I think I, I used Unbridled in, in all my tournaments. Um, and it was just, if, if, if Pletcher deemed – that horse, who both ran in the same race, and, and Brian Lana ran a better race, he ran that race or ran that horse in the allowance today, and he's running this horse in the Lexington. What does that say? <laughs> it says we're going to have a fight between Saratoga Slim and Jared. Um, hey, Slim, you might maybe have you got to one twenty? Are you a buck twenty yet? Uh, <laughs> all right, listen, uh, I, I love this pit. By the way, I like this pit. You love it. All right, why? Yep. Yeah, listen, Pletcher's winning like crazy all of a sudden. Remember like three weeks ago when we were like, God, Pletcher's not going to have a derby horse? Remember that? Yeah, we talked about it on the live stream. It was like, remember when we were like, hey, I guess this is a year that he's not going to have any, and all of a sudden they're just it's like blooming everywhere? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got The bastard has them all over the place, and they're running off the screen all of a sudden. So, uh, yeah, I like him bridal honor. I, I think that's one you got to use as well. Um, yeah, I don't mind that. Somebody mentioned, and we got to mention him. Uh, somebody asked about uh, Bezos. Yeah, I know, right? So, what do you think about him? I, I, I was like, oh, come on. But I mean, because it's Bob Baffert, and he, you know, it's like, wouldn't would it would, would it shock? Nothing would shock you if yeah. Bezos won. But I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of a Baffert horse that he shipped. You know, like a maiden winner that he shipped to this race and won. Um, oh, yeah, he did. I think, uh, God, 
Cat, uh, Castaway maybe was the last one. Was it? But he wasn't a maiden win. I mean, he wasn't coming off a maiden win. He he Castaway yeah, won the Southwest. Yeah. Uh, I just Bezos just he's gonna take money. Eight to, there's no way you're gonna get eight to one on him. If he wins, then you just shake your head and say Baffert. Um, but no, I think you I think you play against the castaway lost this race, actually. I'm sorry. I thought he won for some reason. I don't know. He won the Southwest. What, anyway. What what about uh another horse that I um thought two horses that I thought long and hard about? Okay. Yeah, hockey dad. What do you think about hockey dad? Yeah, Hockey Dad has, has uh, you know, won three in a row and then went to the, the Jeff Ruby and ran pretty good. I got third, beating a link. Um, I, I will use this horse in a try for sure, like 100%. In, in a, in, like a two, five, six, and then maybe throw in the seven in a try box. You know, throw in the seven because Proxy will hit the board, you know. So, but you get some prices around him. So, yeah, I like Taki Dad. Uh, I, I think this is a pretty decent horse. I mean, for this level, I think this is where he belongs. Um, Slim says uh, he's at 150 now. Wow, you you might be jacked now, Slim. I might be a little worried. I Quarantine did me the opposite. I'm actually, like, pushing 190. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm going to go for the haymaker early on because that's all I got. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm gonna try to knock your ass out as quick as I can. And if I don't make it past the first round, or if I make a best first round, then you know I feel like you're just gonna jab me away. Uh, Slim also ask. says he likes King Fury. Um, a King Fury is a McPeak horse, a Curlin, big time purchase, almost you know, nine hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase. Who had a lot of high hopes last year as a two year old, um, running running a lot of big races, but just never you know after winning the Street Sense at Churchill Downs, finished seventh in the Breeders' Cup, finished fifth in the uh, Kentucky Jockey Club, has not been seen since. Shows up here. I think about King Fury, Slim likes. I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. I, I just, he just didn't do much when he faced better horses last year. And now we're coming off a layoff, first start of the year. Uh, I'm just kind of taking a wait and see approach with him. Let's just see what he does. I, I love the breeding. Um, you know, I thought the horse at times looked good last year. So let's just kind of see. I, I, I didn't like him as well as some of the other ones here. Uh, the last horse that I, thought long and hard about was and i hate to say it you hate to see it because it might help a team in our league that we really don't want it to help but that's number 10 starring in my dreams because this is a horse who seems like all hope has been lost dallas stewart you think this horse finally gets a maybe get a price that you you know that uh you know like they or i should say a track that you you know maybe he you know i there's no reason this horse ran so poorly those two efforts and then now all of a sudden so what if he goes and runs another big runs a big race like he was before he went to fairgrounds? So at a at a price, you're gonna have to get he's gonna have to float up from six to one for me to play him. Uh, but you like to see that Luis Saez jumped back aboard. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. If he wins, he wins. You know, I just I I can't back uh, you know this horse. Uh, the Saez thing is interesting for sure, but. He's gonna to have to prove that he can he can put one foot in front of the other, you know, this year. He he's just been bad in those last two races. He's had a couple of good works, so that, that gave me a little bit of uh yep. uh pause or uh, like yes. positive pause. Um, but hey, props to Magic Mike. He magic magic says like hey, Dallas is gonna run him everywhere. And you know what? He did. That's three preps. Uh this one is sort of a prep, but uh 
No, I mean, he's one that's a little bit interesting. It depends on the price. Six to one, I would definitely, definitely would pass. That's um, that is Dallas Stewart. That's him. There is no seems seems like that's he him. is that guy. Uh, yeah, Mark says Dallas Stewart seems like a drunk guy at a bar, just keeps yeah. trying to get shots down everywhere. He like we've we literally have seen him at a bar ten times. Oh, he's yeah. that guy, and he's known to be that guy. Like, yeah. and I love it. Like oh. Dallas Stewart is the man. He's great. Yeah, he, you can go talk to him at at uh, Saratoga and just jump, run over there, talk to him. He'll talk to you. Like, oh yeah. Cool. Like oh just, yeah, just have yeah. a good time. Like he's a great guy, um, but he is that you know he he takes shots. He's a he's got a little Lucas in his blood, right? Of course he does. And he's just like, hey, if they're healthy, why not run them, right? I get paid to spoil dreams. He's got to keep running them. Why not? So yeah. you know, that's the thing with Dallas when he's got a horse, especially when it comes to like the three year old circuit, of course. And it's like if they're healthy, what are we doing? Let's run them. You know, yeah. just keep yeah. running them. So. He, um, he can train. Don't don't get it twisted. He can. He is a good trainer, but he does. That's how. He, he, hey, he he was under Lucas. Like that's how he he learned, or that's one of the people that he learned from. So yeah, if they're healthy, we're gonna take swings. Slim says I've seen Dallas Stewart red face stumbling down the street at Toga at midnight. There you go. <laughs> probably, you can probably count probably count on two hands how many times you've seen that Slim. Um, <laughs> Hey, real quick, Halterman, before we wrap up this race, I know that obviously Proxy is the main one here. At, he's sitting there on the on the bubble at uh, needing to get in the Kentucky Derby. But past that, you know, a lot of these horses might be looking for this to be a, a prep to the uh, Preakness. Preakness. So Preakness, a Preakness <laughs> horse. So what do you think about any of these? Like, are any of these? A, did any of these pose a serious threat? Assuming they win, um, kind of on the Triple Crown you know, circuit there, Preakness or uh, whether it be that or the Belmont, I guess. No, I don't think so. Is pro I mean, if proxy finally wins here, mm-hmm. like, do you, do you, do you like say, Hey, okay, maybe he is someone that might uh, run well in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, no, no, no. So Not you kind of just throw this race out completely. I, as far as uh, talking about those three specific races, Derby Preakness Belmont. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't think yeah. so. Could, could we see a winner here and then maybe, you know, midsummer, it's like, yeah, he might be able to win a race like the Jim Dandy, the Haskell. Yeah, maybe. But as far as the big ones coming up, no, I don't think so. Uh, all right. You, uh, you've you got the, the Swiftsure, the two horse. I've got number five, Unbridled Honor. <laughs> Time for Rapid Fire, presented by the Inside Track to the 2021 Arkansas Derby. Get the all-inclusive 10-page wager guide to the 2021 Arkansas Derby on April 10th. This Saturday at Oakland Park features in-depth analysis of all four stakes on the card, including the $1 million Arkansas Derby, plus get bonus race-by-race analysis, betting suggestions, and multi-race plays for Oakland Park's entire Saturday card. Subscribe to Racing News Premium and receive this absolutely free. You can purchase individually at racingdudes.com now. Is the time to subscribe. You subscribe today. You also get our Kentucky Derby wagering guide absolutely free. So right now, April 8th, uh, we're listening to this show. May 1st, Kentucky Derby. You will fall in the month, so you'll get your Kentucky Derby guide for free. So, I mean, $40 for the Kentucky Derby guide, $30 for this guide. There's your $70. Buy the month pass, subscribe. You get all your picks for the month. Plus, you get the two wagering guides. No better value. Go to racedudes.com on the products page. To learn more. All right, Halterman, we're going to do this. We got big racing at Oakland, big racing at Keeneland on the undercard races. Let's talk a little bit. Let's go with the race that we are. Let's go with the race 
We're so excited I get Wood Memorial <laughs> Race of the Week. All right. I went to race nine on Saturday at Oaklawn Park where the sun always shines. And I went with the Oaklawn Mile as a race I'm pretty excited to watch. Um, this has a lot of our old horses that we make fun of, like Long Range Totting and Gunnett. So that's always fun when they're entered. It's got a horse like Will's Bayou who won the Louisiana Derby. It's got Rushy who won the Pat Day Mile. Um, it's got By My Standards who won the Oaklawn Handicap last year. Dude. It's got a lot of really cool horses in it. So I'm very, very excited to watch this one. I think it's the most competitive stakes race uh, on this card. Um, I put Rushy on top. I'm very excited for Rushy as a, as a four-year-old. I think this horse was getting better last year. Love that Rosario gets aboard. So I put Rushy on top. But uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to watch this one. Can we get, can we get Gun at home one time? Come on. Can we get Gun at home one time? I mean, I love this horse. I actually hate this horse. This horse... Uh, just never quite figured it out, I guess. Wells Bayou is super interesting, finally cutting back. Um, this horse, you know, seems like just kind of got worse and worse after the Louisiana Derby, but finally cuts back to the mile distance. So I think that horse will be uh, pretty dangerous on the front end. Uh, Wells Bayou. Um, so I like Wells Bayou here at four to one, Brad Cox flow. But yeah, it's like you say, it's definitely got all the, all the, by my standards, you know, pioneer spirit. It's called, you know, the horses that we love to, like you say, the horses that we love to make fun of. Yeah. Uh, you love it, you know, by my standards, a horse, another horse, Blackberry Wine, a horse that, uh, gosh, they're all over the place. They really yeah. are show. They really are showing up on the undercard. They knew I was coming, and they said, "Let's just throw all of his favorite horses that he he loves or hates one way or the other in the same race." So, like, it's like really, let's really fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like, let's. Yeah. Let, let, uh, Let's make him try to pick between all these shitty horses. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> it's not, honestly, I'm surprised you picked against Wells Bayou because you've had a hard-on for Wells Bayou forever. <laughs> I know. I mean, you love Wells Bayou, and have, you're finally off of him, so that's Here, good to hear. Here's why. There is a – oh, sorry, wrong one. There's a lot of speed, like a lot. And the last two races, he's kind of faded like a bitch, so I'm a little worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to the race that I'm so excited I'll get Wood Memorial um, for. And that is on Saturday at, at Keelan. Race 10, the Coolmore Ginny Wiley Stakes, grade one with 300K. Uh, listen, guys, I mean, Ginny, the Ginny Wiley at grade one at Keelan? Like, th like, these are the horses you need to know on the turf. And Chad Brown bringing in a couple here that, you know, you got to feel like are just, are just looming to be serious players. Uh, you know, Stidman's got Micheline, T Tammy here for Chad Brown, Juliet Foxtrot for Fred Cox, Tolly for Chad Brown. Of course, you got Maxim Rate, Lossing Nair, you know, horses that you know. But between the Brad Cox, I mean, those top first four horses, I mean, this is a serious turf horse or turf race at Keeneland. I, gosh, I mean, I, I had a hard time coming up with a winner. I ended up landing on the two horse uh, uh, for Chad Brown, uh, the, the favorite at five to two, but gosh. It kind of feels like whoever comes out of this is sort of that serious horse that we've been looking for uh, in terms of the Phillies and Mares on the turf. Dude, this is a hell of a race. I'm so glad you brought this one up. This is going to be fun. I, I think I'm going to end up landing on Juliet Foxtrot because I think when I look at this race, the opposite of the Oakland Mile, this race, I don't see a lot of early speed. And I think if this horse gets loose, she'll be tough to run down. 
That being said, I do like your two horse as well because she can show a little bit of tactical speed uh, if needed. But I kind of think Juliet Foxtrot gets the trip here. So I, I put that horse on top, hoping for a gate to wire win, kind of similar to what Jouster did last weekend at Keeneland. Yeah, ultimately what, what kind of the final straw for me was that this horse, the two horse Tamir, um, you know, got Irad back and, you know, and obviously a horse, you know, this uh, been a horse that they thought a lot of all along and comes back to ride after not riding since uh, November on her. So, yeah, I mean, to, like I, I say it again, I feel like this is such an important race because whoever comes out of it, whoever wins, and even if, you know, for top three, even, I mean, like these seem like serious players as we move forward down to, you know, down to Saratoga, uh, as we move on to the Breeders' Cup, like the, like this is, this is probably the best <laughs> Uh, Philly and Mare turf race we've seen, and I know it's a short field, but it's it's wide open and it's got some nice little horses that um, definitely could step up. And I agree, Mark says uh, Michelin seems to be the now horse. I get it, like I'm with you, like I I think so as well. Um, I just you know it's almost I, I I would definitely not 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 play her as well, but I just feel like the horse that you know I want Brad Cox or a uh, Chad Brown, you want Brad Cox. Uh, in here, but that's the race I'm most excited for because I think that's going to be a hell of a race. Yeah. All right, let's go to. I think we have the same one here because we talked about this earlier. The uh, the horse. Uh, let's see what is it. What are we doing here? The most. I lock that shit up. Let me find my banner. Lock that <laughs> shit up. Lock it up. Pick of the week. What you got? Well, technically, it's it's concert tour in the Arkansas Derby. So I just want to I do want to throw that out there. I think that horse will have to fall down to lose. But I'll go one race earlier. And like I said, we did the same horse, same race. Um, this is not an easy week to find a lock that up pick outside of concert tour. I certainly don't think Whitmore is just like a slam dunk here, but you have to think he's going to be a little more ready to go. Uh, you know, this horse lost a lot of training time because of the winter weather at Oakland uh, before that race last time out in the hot spring stake. He still only lost the neck to CZ Rocket. You got to think he's going to be a little more tuned up for this one. I think Whitmore gets revenge on CZ Rocket here. Whitmore, for me, he's going to lock that shit up in the count fleet. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I, everything you said is exactly why, you know, this horse just put in a really good work. Just feel like that last race was almost like, all right, you got me. You got me. I was yeah. a little rusty. You got me. But <laughs> the count fleet's mine, bitch. All right. Like, <laughs> I got, I, I'll take care of this. And so I'm with you. Whitmore to me just seems like he's going to step up and get the job done. You can't count the old guy out, right? Eight years old. I think this is going to be a throwdown. I just I, I love this horse. You know, he's he's just when it, I mean I'm like to me that if I was because you know we talked about it's like I don't really want to go down to Oakland and see a six horse Arkansas Derby field and Constructor is going to romp. But if there's a reason why to go down there, it's, yeah, it's Whitmore. It's Whitmore. And, and you know this will this will be his fifth start in the Count Fleet. He won three of them before, and then the one that he lost was to Matoli, and he probably ran the best race of his. Well, one. There, not, one of the best races of his career in that race. So and there were like, were there like three horses in the race or something? Yeah, like, it was like, down rain and he just and, had he had he was forced to just do something he didn't want to do because it was like, yep. well, it's Matoli, you got to try, you know, you got to try to stay with him. Yep, and Matoli got Matoli on paper had like a, a twelve length pace advantage. So Whitmore said, "I'll go out there and run with you," 
and yep. he tried. You know, he, I, honestly, that was one of those rare performances where they lose, and you knew it was never really that close, and you were just like, man, that was a good effort. Like, props yeah. to Whitmore for really, like, he did something he wasn't wasn't wanting to do. And yeah. still, and of course, you look at what Matoli was that year, and of course, you know, uh, won, you know, ended up winning the Breeders' Cup and was unbelievable that year. It's like, yeah, that was a hell of an effort. Remember when we were watching that race with a with a uh, gosh Jesse Cruz that trainer that we had met you know yeah yeah and after the race uh, him and Kelby and you and I we all kind of looked at each other and it's like wow Matoli's a monster but how cool is Whitmore like that little horse you know he he could never beat Matoli because Matoli was just an amazing amazing horse but he would try all the time you know just give it everything he's got so that was I'll never forget that one either that was a lot of fun. All right, we are both on Whitmore, mm-hmm. our lock that shit up pick of the weekend. Now, finally, the ones you guys are all tuned in to listen for and what you want to know. Halterman, who is your making it rain long shot pick? I must be crazy for doing this, but uh, I'm going to go race seven at Keeneland on Saturday. It's the Ben Ali uh, grade three race going a mile and an eighth for four-year-olds and upward. I'm going back to Treasure Trove, the two horse. I I really don't like anybody in this race at all. Like Night Ops is an even money favorite, and Night Ops is okay, but that horse is nothing special, right? And then Silver Dust, been a long time since we've seen Silver Dust do anything. So I'm going with number two Treasure Trove. Uh, last time out, he was uh, one of my longer priced uh, uh, horses. In, a, in the at Oakland on Rebel Day, he ran in the Temperance Hill and he got fourth. He ran okay. That race was at a mile and a half. Cuts back to a mile and an eighth. I don't think many are cutting back in this race. <laughs> um, I just think it's a kind of a slow paced race. I don't see a lot of speed, and I think he kind of is the best closer of the bunch. So I just kind of envision them all kind of being grouped together, and Treasure Trove kind of outkicks them. So I'll take a, a small swing here with the two horse. I will say this: I don't. I, I, I don't fault you because I, I get it. Like I saw this race, I was like, I don't want Night Ops even money. Yeah. Like I don't want Silver Silver Dust at five to two. I mean, so I, I get your logic, and I mean, after that, you're like, well, you got to land on somebody, right? And uh, I mean, Treasure Trove, a horse that you know, number wise, is right there. So I, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't hate. I like the idea of playing against because I feel like Night Ops is going to be a horse that a lot of people are going to play. And uh, I think you play against, so I don't hate that pick at all. Uh, it's funny that you went with uh, you went with a maker horse, and so did I. But we went with different races. So I went with uh, let's go to and give me a second because I'm gonna have to get out, out of here. But I'm gonna go to let's go a day earlier. This is a race that we talked about uh, a little bit ago with Field Pass in. The Maker's Mark Mile on Friday at Keeneland, race nine, 300K for four-year-olds and up, grade one, put one mile on the turf, field of nine lines up here. And number nine, field pass at eight to one for Maker Rosario on board. This race, he's at eight to one. And this race, you know, you're anytime you got a seven to two favorite in Raging Bull, especially Raging Bull, it's like, you know, this race is wide open. And, and to me, it just is like, why not? You know, why not try to take a stab against? Because it, this race, 
they're, they're, it's all over the place. Uh, we someone mentioned earlier, like this is like the toughest race to handicap. I agree. It's a, you look at field pass, you know, last year as you know, it's always ran a pretty consistent race, finished fourth last time out at, at Santa Anita and the Mathis brothers, uh, you know, ran a, a solid race, just qu- couldn't quite get it done, but always is right there. Um, you know, runs a solid race and you got to love the fact that my boy Rosario jumps on board so you got to think this horse be coming late likes keelan has won at keelan two starts one win likes a distance why not right i think this horse could be a player at at a big price i i really think anybody can win this i mean this is such a tough race uh anybody but maybe raging bull right so um yeah, this this is the race of the weekend. I mean, it's it's fantastic. I put Sacred Life on top with no confidence whatsoever. Um, I like Field Pass as well. I use that horse in the top four. Uh, I like some like it hot browned a, li- a little bit. Um, it, it, this is just a hell of a race. Uh, you could go so many different ways. Uh, yeah, someone says, uh, yeah, you know, Mark says Bizarro might kill his odds. I know that's it's gonna be interesting. You got uh, a horse that you know, you get the, the maker, which in the horse that's kind of struggled, uh, maybe hasn't had that big win, but you also have Rosario that's jumping on board that's gonna take a lot of uh, a lot of action. Um, you like the two, someone mentioned the five, uh, Durain for uh, Brad Cox, Leah Saez jumps on board one last time out at Fairgrounds, finished second on his uh, U.S. debut. That's an interesting horse as well, I think, here. Eight to one as well. I, I hated not putting that horse in the top four. I really did, because I agree. It's a very interesting horse. Should, you know, logical progression here. Uh, the only reason I didn't do it is, it, boy, this just seems like a really tough field compared to what he's been up against, you know? And you got to start making separation somewhere. And I thought, man, I just don't know if the horse is quite up for this challenge yet, but I, I'm not going to talk you off of anybody. And if you like the five, play the five. Definitely. You know, I love this race every year, but this race, this year in particular, it definitely seems like, like whereas we talked about the Ginny Wiley being a, it's like, man, you know, this is a race that you want uh, moving forward. This one feels like, I don't know how much you're going to want this race moving forward. You know, I don't know how many of these horses are going to be world beaters coming out of here. Uh, but it does feel like a race that is is right for an upset. Uh, I get that, you know. What do you, like having said that, Sacred Life. What if he mm-hmm. wins? Because you know Chad Brown, Castellano. It's like all of a sudden it's Chad Brown on the turf at, at Keeneland. We tried to get cute. This horse wins. Does he become a, a major player in like you know moving forward? Hard to say, right? <laughs> this, yeah, I think so. I, I think. Major player in the sense that the horse will get bad after this. You know, whoever wins this will probably be the favorite next time out, I think. Because I think that they're going to look at this field and go, man, this is really good. So, yeah, I could see it. I just don't, I, I'm this, I don't know. It's like he's, I feel like that horse has had every, you know, opportunity and he just never has broke through a race like this. So, um, Sacred Life is going to, like, I'm, that's why I played against. Uh, I like, uh, you know, taking a price here. This race is looming for an upset, I feel like. So I'm on number nine field pass for my making a rain long shot pick of the weekend. <laughs> That's all the time we have. Check us out on racetoos.com for our free picks on our premium selection on our handicap products page. Get the products link at the main menu, racetoos.com. The more, remember to check out our new website, 
Uh, all you do is click the big button on the menu there to go to our products page to get access to all of our premium content. Of course, the Arkansas Derby Wager Guide, which you can go get right now, is available. You get it for free by being a premium subscriber. And again, if you subscribe today, you'll get the uh, Kentucky Derby Wagering Guide included free as well. So make sure you go do that on the products page at racingdudes.com. Uh, we are your destination site for all free horse racing picks to all major horse racing tracks. So make sure to check us out on Twitter at racehorse underscore dudes, Instagram and Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Music, Citroen website, racingdudes.com, Magic Mike Show. I think they, they switched to Oakland, right? They did a yep. late pick for Oakland this weekend. So go check out the Magic Mike Show if you haven't. Um, go see what their thoughts are on that late pick four sequence. Of course, the Arkansas Derby falls in there let's get to a few questions a few comments as we close up the show um if concert tour wins convincingly on saturday is he a morning line favorite in um on may 1st kentucky derby yes yes yeah hands down yeah yeah and deserving favorite at that i think um let's see (laughs) we're not going to get to some of these questions uh because there's a few comments that we uh again we've t- we poindexter we've told you the rules like if you meet us up somewhere we, we can have we can co- we we can talk about this all day long but uh on here we just we just can't this this was a good one too poindexter austin hart wrestling 13 that was very good very underrated uh match i like that one a lot uh i can't remember the one uh sean michaels and uh, razor ramon ladder match i think it was 10 that was really good too i i was impressed by that <laughs> uh steve we're, we're talking a little wrestling as well apparently yeah. <laughs> um, steve working to get one of these hats well uh i'll get you one just shoot us an email. Uh, I've got I've got some in my closet. <laughs> uh, we ordered a bunch of them, and then we uh, and then we did some stuff with uh, Old Smokes. We have some of those hats as well. But this hat uh, is not for sale or anything. So I have a bunch in my closet. So if you want one, we have them in black uh, as well. Uh, so just shoot us an email at contact at racingdudes.com and maybe like go buy a guide or something, and I'll throw one in for for free. <laughs> um, who comes in last in the fantasy league? Steve wants to know. Well, Halterman, you're on the cusp, right? Uh, what do you uh, What do you think? I have a chance for sure. Slim has a chance, and Magic Mike has a chance. So those are the three. I think one of those three will finish last. Um, I think Magic Mike's going to, but a lot could change. I mean, neither, none of us have horses that are any good. So thankfully I've got a 20 point lead over them right now. So that's good. You know, I always think in terms of how they, how a team drafted versus, and and just two, how a team drafted and how they've claimed. Mm -hmm. And magic Mike has done pretty poorly in both. I mean, midnight bourbon has been strong um, in terms of a claim, but otherwise, you know, they're, they're, they're big kind of bold move prime factor. No, and then a lot of claims weren't good. So Magic Mike probably, you know, at least Dan has essential quality, right? You know, if um, something happens to essential quality, they will finish last, no doubt. But you and Magic are super close to having mm-hmm. the worst teams. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's close. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. collaborate was a was a bummer because I I really was with you. I thought that horse was gonna. Yeah, we're gonna give you some points, um, Steve. I know you guys. You know, with losing greatest honor, you have no shot to win the league now, of course. But you're not gonna finish last too, so that's you know, 
in this league, it really doesn't matter who wins. It matters who finishes last and right. you guys are safe. So um, I think that's the biggest thing that matters. So you can kind of, you can, you can already start dra- uh, pre- you know, working on your draft for next year because you're not going to win. You're not going to finish last. You're good. Yep. Uh, thoughts on Charlatan and Gamine running on Kentucky Derby Day. Shet sets up for a chalky pick four. Well, maybe, yeah. Um, but two really good. I mean, Gamine, we didn't talk about her, but man. She ran awesome on Sunday. I mean, I know she faced nobody, but that horse is a beast. She was really good. She was really, really, really good. And, um, you know, the thing about it is Derby Day, they run like 27 races. So if there's a chalky sequence, just wait a minute. There'll be another one. So, um, yeah, Gamine, Gamine, obviously very, very good. Very, very good horse. Uh, It's going to take a lot to get that horse beat. Um, So... I mean, or another thing, if it's Gamine Charlatan and then you like somebody in the in the Derby, play it for $100. Play Big 3 for $100. Uh, Vicky uh, did that uh, and this week with, uh, I think it was uh, Malathot, Kamari, and uh, Essential Quality. And she won. I, I can't remember exactly what she won, but it was a ton of money. Um, so that's a, that's the way to do it. I still have nightmares about the, the pick threes, pick fours, pick fives at the Derby when I think of Funny Duck. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I played, a, I played a pick three into Justify, and I had Justify, obviously. I I think that's all I used. I may have used My Boy Jack because that was like seemed like everybody's like horse, you know. Um, yeah. I, I used Yoshida, and then I used uh, what was the Asmussen horse that I used that was like 50 to one in that Pat Day mile? Oh, God. One one over at Saudi. Uh, New York Central. New York, New York Central. Central. Yeah. I love that horse and I used him. Funny Duck, when, you know, New York Central looks like a winner. Funny Duck wins his only race of his life. They are essentially the same price. The, the pick three paid astronomical. I would have had, I mean, it was sickening because it's like I was all over it. But so I can't think about the, the multis, but that just goes to show you. You just need one because, I mean, Yoshida was a moderate price and obviously Justify was a, a, a low price, but it's like the pools are so massive. And by the way, breaking news, uh, I didn't want, I was going to say this later, but your boys going to the Kentucky Derby, what we got invited back. So there you go. We'll be there. Uh, we didn't get to go last year, obviously, but we were there for the, uh, you were there for the last two. I was there for Justify. I didn't, I couldn't go to the country house <laughs> debacle. Uh, but we, we y- either one of us have yet to see a sunny Kentucky Derby. So we're hoping we're just happy to be there. Uh, but uh, apparently we hit the 60 percent, top 60 percent in press. So congratulations. Yeah. Two passes. So it, it's all of our guys that are, just heard that. Yeah. Don't, don't don't message me, Ricky or whoever. Like, I, I can't do anything about it. I've yeah. gotten we. No, you're not getting Halterman's ticket. So unless you give me enough money, then I'll consider it. But other yeah. than that, um, we'll, we'll take any price. Uh, yeah, Funny Duck loved the slop that day. <sighs> Tell me about it. That was brutal. Brutal. Um, all right. That's going to wrap it up. Uh, obviously, the next couple weeks, we'll be all over the Kentucky Derby. So you're going to want to stay tuned. We're going to have tons of these live streams. We're going to have tons of content coming out on the website at racingdudes.com. One place you need to go to for all your Kentucky Derby coverage, racingdudes.com. So make sure you check us out. All right, I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Alterman. Good luck on the final weekend of prep races for the Kentucky Derby. Good luck this weekend.
RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. Concert tour. Wow, big run.